is Tori from uh, Tales from Apartment 104, and I realize that we have yet to record an intro, so I will put this clip in place of the intro and give a better intro for next <laughs> next video. Um, so without further ado, here is our first episode of Tales from Apartment 104. <laughs> Danielle and I were talking in the car um, earlier today, and we got into like a really deep talk about um, about life, really, like you know, kind of just life advice. Um, so, I mean, to start, I I've recently gotten into a new relationship, and I feel like he is everything that I want in a relationship. Granted, I don't know him super well, so it's just speculation based Me too. on what I know about him. Week two. Yeah, week two. Week two. Oh, <laughs> so fresh. Uh, already feeling like crap about it. Um, yeah. I I can step outside of myself and realize that I am a great person and I like who I am. But when it comes to feeling worthy of something, like whether it's a job position or it's um, like someone trusting me with something or if it's like being a partner in a relationship, sometimes I really doubt myself. Sometimes I really feel like very insecure and I feel like I'm going to let that person down and I'm bound to let that person down. And so two weeks in, I, I mean, I'm already starting to feel like, wow, this guy is out of my league and he's going to somehow figure out that I'm not the person that I say that I am. Even though I'm, I've not been hiding anything, I haven't been changing anything about myself, but I just have this insecurity that he is going to one day like get up and leave and that worries me. I feel like nothing in life is a guarantee. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like to get on a psychological like terminology on it, I feel like it stems a lot from like childhood trauma. I feel like the reason why um like it might be just more than me and, and Tori, but a lot of reasons why people feel that way is because of abandonment issues. Like people leaving their lives and then having the leftover feelings of not feeling good enough. And like you said, you can, you can feel like you're this great person. You can feel like you will go, you know, to hell to help somebody or do whatever to help somebody or be there for them. But you'll always have that thing in the back of your head that's saying, I'm not good enough for this person. They're too good for me. Even if you might be even better of a person than that other person you're with. Yeah. Um, I just feel like especially when you are starting out in a relationship and it's so yeah. fresh, at least for me, like when I was talking to Tori about my relationship with Jake yeah, and, um, I was saying how when we first started dating, I thought this guy was like perfect. He was yeah. everything I wanted in a guy. He didn't care about like how I looked or any insecurities that I had about myself. He loved every single part of me. Mm-hmm. everything and I had this this thought I'd always have this thought in the back of my head like it's not gonna last something's gonna go wrong this is too good to be true I'm waiting for it to end something's gonna happen right because I'm just used to that I'm used to people coming in and leaving and I mean that's just a part of life it, it's with everybody it happens yeah. all the time but it was me just preparing and expecting it yeah and I would 
you know, as weeks went on, I was like, you know, this is going good. This is scary that it's going good. It's making me anxious that it's going good because that means that something, like, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Something's going to happen. And when you really like a person and you look up to that person, you respect that person, you love that person, and you desperately want, like, that person of all the people in your life right now, you want that person to think highly of you, that's really hard because that fear of even knowing that you yourself are cool if the person that you look up to decides that you are not cool to them, that hurts worse than even anyone, like if your best friends, like you suck at that. You're like, I do and move on. But like, if it's someone who you're still trying to feel comfortable with, it's, it hurts so much more or a person that you look up to the most, it hurts more for them to decide that they don't like you. Right. You have to come to terms with, I'm still okay. And I'm still cool. Yeah. Even though, that person doesn't think so. Right. And I mean, growing up, like I very much did not like sharing my feelings. I very much was, you know, closed off, wouldn't talk about my feelings to anybody ever. And when I met Jake, Mm -hmm. I, at that point I was, I was starting to get comfortable being so open with people and asking for help. But I didn't want my own insecurities with my emotional emotional stability to affect him or what we were creating or having. Yeah. So I wouldn't tell him how I was feeling. I wouldn't I wouldn't tell him any insecurities I had regarding our relationship because I didn't want to put that hit that thought in his head. Right. You know. And I think it was like the second week that me and Jake were dating. He just, like, had a breakdown. Like, he was just crying. And yeah. I, I was like, what's going on? Like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And he was like, I just feel like I am too fucked up for us to be together. And I feel like you're going to want to leave. And I'm not going to stop you because I do feel like I'm too fucked up to be loved. And I do feel like I'm going to be the reason this all falls apart. And I feel like I just don't deserve any of it. You know, and I just, I, I don't you know, that's it. And yeah. he's like, I don't blame you if you walk out that door right now and don't talk to me ever again. And right. I don't know where this came from. Like, I was very surprised at how open he was because a lot of guys aren't open like that. Yeah. And I sat down next to him and I, I kind of just held him and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm not leaving. If this is an attempt for you to scare me away because you think you're too fucked up, I mean, we'll figure it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what people do in relationships. They figure yeah. it out. They communicate, they voice whatever concerns they have, whether they're insecurities or not, and you just go day by day. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it's especially hard in this society because a lot of people don't want to do that. Right. Which, I mean, go with what you know you deserve. Don't stay in a relationship that's totally toxic and totally not good for you, but don't stop trying just because it gets too hard. Yeah. Right. And I don't feel be like, scared. Don't yeah. be scared to, like, be a part of something. Even if, like, a big worry that I voiced when um, we first, like, this, me and this new guy first got together, um, he there's a possibility that he might be moving away for a job opportunity in a year. And it's like, damn, day one, like, there's already an end date. And... Or there's already already this stress of long distance. And so it is assessing whether I want to be present in this moment 
and experience all of this moment and all of what he has to offer, even if he leaves, even yeah. if he is going to be leaving in a year. And at first I'm like, okay, wow, like I'm going to put in all of this energy for a year and possibly have to watch it walk away. Like I, I'm, I'm going to build a relationship over the course. And I don't even know this guy, you know, like next week I could be like, fuck that guy. Like, I don't care yeah. about that guy. Like, <laughs> who's that guy? But it, it was especially worrisome because I had already thrown effort into a two year long relationship that didn't work out, that I kept trying to make it work, kept trying to make it work, even though me and this guy, like really a different guy than the new guy. Uh, what, what, 79? Exit <laughs> 79. Better, uh, better yeah. Name than exit that's his name right now. My relationship with Exit 79, um, I poured into, poured into uh, two years so much energy. And what scared me about the beginning of this new relationship was that there was a possibility that I was going to put in so much energy for a year and then him leave. Yep. And that was scary. But then it's also like, I don't want to miss this moment. Yeah. I don't want to miss learning and taking away whatever I can take away from this experience just because there's possibly an end date on it. Possibly, mm -hmm. you know? And it's hard. It's very hard not to get stuck into your own head. Yeah. Especially if you're in a relationship with somebody that you are just starting to really care about. And it could be like, like how it is with you and this new guy, you know, you care so much already about this guy and you already don't want to lose him, but we're already psyching ourselves out at that point. Yeah. And I don't even know him. Right. Like we are doubting ourselves and we know that we're great people. Right. We know that, you know, we are, we are tens. Like we are, we are <laughs> yes. above, you know? <laughs> it's just like, why does it have to be separate? You know, why is it I can have moments where I flip my hair back and I'm completely naked in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I have a great life. I have a great body. I'm a great person. Like, why is it there are times when I like myself and then when it comes to having somebody that when I take myself out of the situation, I feel that I deserve. Why is it that now I'm like questioning everything about myself? And I think it's because in those moments of like testing yourself in those moments where you're like wow am i good enough am i good enough for this job position am i good enough for this leader role am i good enough for this relationship you start to think of all the things that you can improve on it's like yeah not to not to like get you a throwback but i'm gonna get you a throwback it's like <laughs> when ang is like about to face the fire lord yeah. And you know he's ready. You've seen his progress throughout the entire show. And you've seen, like, wow, this guy can do so many amazing things. Right. And he is just looking at all the things that he needs to improve on. And it's, like, not to take that away from him. Like, yeah, of course, there are things that you can always improve on. You can always be a more educated person. You can always, like, take up a new hobby. You can always be a kinder person. Like, you know, nobody is a saint in this world. But... If you keep waiting for that moment to you to finally ascend to your best person ever, you're going to watch so many opportunities walk away. Yeah. And we don't learn more about ourselves unless we take those opportunities and fail. Like it is it it is going to be fine if I date this guy and end up really, really liking this guy. Yeah. And him not liking me back. Yeah. And him leaving. 
because that will teach me more about myself. That will teach me more about what I want. And that will teach me more about the world and communication. And there are places we're going to go. And there's conversations we're going to have. And I won't have access to those opportunities unless I give up that fear of, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? Yeah. And also because, like, your relationship um, skill, like, it is a skill being able to have relationships and strong relationships with people. And so it's not something, it's not like a mountain you climb. It's like I've had three boyfriends or I've known this many people in my life. I've had this many friends and I met all these people. And because I've met all these different kinds of people, I'm now this far up the hill of actualization to being the best person who's the best communicator in the world. It's more like a muscle that you get better at and you're more fluid with. Maybe you're more dexterous. But if you go through periods of fatigue where you don't hang out with people as often, you haven't had a relationship in a while, even though you might have the background knowledge, you're still going to have to get back into the swing of things. And so every new person is a new opportunity to learn more things about yourself and also improve upon skills that either you learned in the past or have yet to learn. That's such a good metaphor. I really like the way you phrased that. Thank yeah. you. I, I really like metaphors, so get ready for a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's anything to take away from, you know, yeah. relationships in general, I mean, definitely live in the moment. Yeah. Don't try to overanalyze. Don't try to overthink every little thing, because that's what's going to be the downfall of that relationship. Yes. And it's hard. <laughs> it's so hard not uh. to, like come up with different scenarios and say, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to mentally prepare myself for this, but this could also happen. I'm going to also mentally prepare for that. And you get so caught up in your head yeah. that you forget, like, I'm literally just here yeah. with this this man or this woman that I have strong feelings for. Yeah. And we're just having a good time. Mm-hmm. And while the outside environment is very chill, it's very relaxing, you guys might just be just hanging out. Yeah. Whether it's with just you two or with a crowd of people, like, you're having a good time. You're surrounded by very good energy. Yeah. But then you're in your head, and you're coming yeah. up with these scenarios. You're and so stuck in the future or the past that you can't yeah. enjoy the moment. And at least yeah. for me, I'm very much a person that's, like, I like to be ahead of the curve. I like to know what's going to happen. I plan exactly for a future, whether it's by myself with somebody else or the people that are involved in my life, what I want to do with those people, where I want to go with these people, it's very hard not to want to determine what is going to happen with your future. Yeah. In terms of relationships, of friendships, anything. Because you put so much trust into these people. You want to put your trust into these people. Every fiber of your being wants to do that. But then your head will psych you out. Yeah. Like, well, remember when this happened, you know, you should prepare for that for this time in case this happens. Yeah. It's that, it's that belief that you can Dr. Strange it and find the one scenario where everything is perfect and you get everything that you want and the Avengers all live and you all go home and you defeat the bad guy and you have a boyfriend and it's great and nothing bad happens. Um, but you can't see all the possibilities, even though you can try. Like The world's more complicated than that and you'll hurt yourself trying to perfect the future or control the future. Right, yeah. right, right. Like, yeah. We... We so often, I mean, I feel like from an evolution standpoint, we as like homo sapiens have always wanted to outthink everything. And we, because we are so like complex from an intellectual standpoint, like we, 
we are able to do so much. It's definitely a survival mechanism. Right, right, right. Survival. It's footage. something that we we still carry. It's something that we still try to do, and we need to be smart enough to back off of that and yeah. back off of that desire to outthink everything, because then you just stress yourself out. Then yeah. you're just worrying about things that may not even happen instead of taking everything one step at a time. Yeah. It's very emotionally exhausting mm -hmm. to want to be one step ahead of yourself. Right. Like, you want something to happen. You do what you have to do to make it happen, no matter what it is. Yeah. But you always want to be one step ahead. Yeah. It's also going back to the part of, like, in analyzing yourself, you were worthy of that. Right. No matter who you are, no matter, like, what you've been through, you just being alive means that you are worthy of love and appreciation and friendship. And you can always be working towards being a better person to be even more deserving of those things. Like, there are shitty people. Yeah. I wouldn't say that those shitty people don't deserve a family or friends. Right. Because those people have such an impact. Like, I mean, from my own standpoint, I would not be where I am today. And I would not feel the way about myself that I do without the people that I'm currently around and the people that I've carried through my life. Yeah. And it's very important, I think. Like, I I don't think it's important to... Well, it's not that it's not important. It's not healthy to focus so much on the past. Right. But I also think it's not really, like, smart to ignore it. Right, right, right. There you are so take, many... You yeah. have to take lessons from it. There are so many things you can learn from your past and just thinking back on those things and analyzing a situation, you just come up with new things. Yeah. You come up with new lessons, factors, patterns. Yeah. Like, you see all these things, and you're just like, why didn't I see this sooner when I was in this position? Right. But you couldn't have. Right. There's yeah. no way. Looking but, back to 2020. Right. Like, yeah. But now you, you, have these, you have these lessons. You have all of these things that you've gathered from your past and you're like okay i have these things i know what to look out for now yeah then don't you beat jump, yourself up yeah like we'll do better next time you know right. and then you jump into a relationship and all those things that you analyze and all those things that you collected yeah you're just like okay well because this happened in the past this could also happen in the current present right you know? and then that's also dangerous like you're learning from yeah. the past but you also need to be aware that every person is different right and I definitely think with um, the breakup with Jake, I put him in this box. Right. I put him in this metaphorical box where other guys from my past had treated me horribly. And I thought, you know, he's just like them. Right. He's showing patterns of things that happened in my past with him, like, dating a girl that I, you know, kind of had some suspicion over and, you know, they, he was always loyal to me. I knew that. Yeah. He never once cheated on me. He never talked to her like in an inappropriate way behind my back. But it was the fact that after so, such a short amount of time of us being broken up, yeah, he started dating this person. And, you know, I, I felt so betrayed, but at the same time, it's like, you're not dating this person anymore. Yeah. They don't, that's not something that you should really care about. Worry and control. Your, your right. feelings related like, to it are valid. Yeah. Sorry, not to cut you off. Mm -hmm. uh, your feelings related to that sense of betrayal are valid. Those are real things that you felt. But it's 
also not dwelling on that. Once you identify that feeling and where it's coming from, um, you're like, wow, he started dating her immediately after. And I was always insecure about this particular person. Mm -hmm. I've heard that story over and over again with female friends in my life where it's just, it's like, you know, and part of you is just like, I don't want this to be a thing that I get stuck on. And it's really hard not to, um, but you want to move forward and also not, um, gosh, I'm like going in a drain. Because like, who are we if we can't get rid of, like, if we can't move beyond our past, right? You know, I, I probably would have so much advice. I mean, I do. I do have <laughs> so much advice. That's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> I have so much advice for the person that I was when I was 12 and the yes. person that I was when I was 13 and 14 and 16, not 15. Like, Past Rachel, it's okay to wear skinny jeans. No one cares. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> and if we cannot accept that the people that we were before are now different than who we are now and it, not only accept that for ourselves in our journey of like self-love and you know figuring out everything but also for the people around us for your partner yeah. like for the things that they've done in the past you know like for example if um if you have a partner who had cheated on a previous partner then, you know, you you are in a new relationship. It's something to take note of. It's something to have a conversation about because you can never over-communicate. Yeah. But, well, you can. But, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> to a point. To I mean, like, point. everything needs to be talked about. That's, everything right. needs to be yeah. talked about. Yeah. And, like, you need to accept that you can move beyond that and that that person can take from a bad decision and a bad situation lessons. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, like, especially with the overthinking, mm -hmm. you overthink in relationships. But yeah. breakups, oh, they're a whole other, oh, like, God. they're a whole other, other direction of overthinking. Right. Like, my breakup with Jake definitely opened my eyes to how bad overthinking can change a situation and alter it to make it, like, what it's not. Make it bad. Make yeah. it horrible. Yeah. Like, you can, you can take a great situation and then overthink yourself into the ground and then be like, and now we're here. I have right. whole, now I've won. <laughs> I have whole sections of my life that I'm having to reclaim now because I spent so many years overthinking them to the point that I they were painful to think about the whole memory yeah. just because of one instance. And even though everything was fine in general about that, I only remember the bad things about that period in my life. And that's just not fun. It's so crappy. Yeah. It's so like crappy. it's like stealing time away from you and good things away from you. Not to mention, it's just so exhausting. Yes. It's so exhausting to try to repress those good memories because you have literally overthought it to the point of like... Well, it's hard to dig them back up too. Right, yeah. It's hard to be like, oh, wow, I remember that person. They were really cool. And I remember like this thing that they said to me. But like, yeah, <laughs> but late at night when you're deep in bed and you're thinking about your life and you're scrolling back through it and the memory playlist and your brain's like, remember that awful thing that happened? And you're like, oh, God. And so to never think about that awful thing, you just stop thinking about the situation that you're in mm -hmm. and you just kind of color the whole thing so you don't have to think about it. And it took until I talked to Tori about the whole situation regarding Jake to realize like, wow. I use overthinking as a defense mechanism to get an answer that I feel safe with. Right. So I overthought my relationship with Jake and I overthought the breakup with Jake and was like, right. he's not telling me something. There's something that I'm missing. Yeah. But in reality, what 
there was no, there was not a time in our relationship or even after the fact that he was not honest with me. Right. About anything. You know, like, he was always honest. He was always very loyal. He's a very Mm -hmm. moral person. Why is it now that we have broken up that suddenly all of that doesn't matter? Yeah. And I think it's because, you know, we, we care about people so much. And we put ourselves, we go out of our way so much for the people that we care and love about. Um, to where our heart is literally in their hands. Right. Yeah. Like, they have it. And it yeah. has so much trust. And even if a relationship doesn't work out, or even yeah. if it falls through, like, even if it ends on a, like, on good terms, you still feel that trust in some way, like, broken. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, what do you do with that? How do you make that right? Yeah. I mean, granted, I don't think the heartbreaky makes it right. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's just like, how how is it possible to just like get back to how it was? How is it possible to build that trust back up? Yeah. And just, you know, be okay with it. Right. I think it's a lot to do with us being afraid of our own feelings, afraid of like pain in a sense, because sadness is pain and like bad feelings and that feeling of guilt and shame and like being kind of thrown away in a great breakup when someone else breaks up with you, it can feel like you're being thrown away. Even if they try to gently toss you as gently as possible, you still feel let down. Yeah. I got shoved out of a moving car. I got dumped off a cliff. I like was, we were up in the clouds and now I'm on earth again and it sucks. Um, But where was I going with this? Basically like you have these deep feelings and it's really easy as humans in attempting to avoid these feelings, we build up walls around them and tell stories about them. So we don't have to feel those emotions when really the healthier thing is to be like, what am I feeling right now? Not what does this feeling mean? And what was it like, I'm angry. So therefore someone else has wronged me or I'm sad. And so therefore someone has hurt me. Um, It's just like, how am I feeling right now? And sitting with that emotion and letting it roll over you and feeling all of the bodily sensations and then just, it will go away. Like if you fight it, it'll take longer to go away, but it will go away um, at some point. And that's like an important skill they have to learn later in life, not to be afraid of big feelings. We as people do not have control over our emotions. No. As much as we like to think that we do, we have control over um, part of our circumstances yeah. based off of the actions that we take in um, in correlation to the emotions that we feel. Yeah. But you can't, like, if you see somebody that you have never had a relationship with and they have no obligation to you with another person and you feel hurt about it, yeah. you have no control over that. Yeah. And so what you have to do is let it be experienced, let the feeling, you know, be yeah. and exist. And then you have different options. Yeah. You have different actions that you can take in response yes. to those emotions. And that is what you have control over, not how yeah. you feel in that moment. Your feelings are right. They are valid because they are yours. Even but if you feel they, like they shouldn't be valid. Yeah. Even right. if you feel like, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. Yes. You do. Yeah, you do. So you need to sit with that emotion and understand it's there. Accept it. Be like, yeah, I feel this way. It doesn't make any sense. Emotions aren't rational, but I feel this way about this thing for these particular reasons, maybe related to other feelings that I've had in the past that remind this situation reminded me of. And you have no control over how your brain chemistry is going to see certain patterns and be like, now we're sad. 
And you're like, wait, I was having a good time. It's like, yeah, but you saw that dandelion against the perfect black sky, which reminded you of that one day where your best friend pushed you down. And you're like, no. Not uh, friend. Yeah, and then you look at your best friend who's there right now, and you're like, why have you done this to me? And then they're just like, we were having a good time. What's going on? And you have that feeling, but it doesn't mean that your best friend's awful or that you should be mean to them. It's just you got you to gotta deal with that feeling and and maybe even voice it. Be like, I'm not feeling good right now. Right. I don't know exactly why. It's not really rational, but please give me some grace for a moment while I deal with my less than pleasant emotion. All right, definitely. So as we uh, start to wrap this up, I mean, really what the point of all of this was is like... Live in the moment. Live in the moment. Yeah. Do live not... in the moment. Don't deny yourself of life experiences just because it's here. And... Don't know be afraid that, to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Yeah. You know that when you feel vulnerable, when you feel afraid, when you feel sad. Yeah. Let it be. Yeah. Sit let with it. it. Let it like let it exist and burn itself out because you have no control over that like reaction. I mean, yeah. even when you look at it from a scientific perspective, emotions are just a chemical reaction in your brain and so you have to let it fit those and that doesn't make it them any less real right right. my pasta that i ate tonight was a chemical reaction that i concocted on the stove that didn't mean it didn't matter and that it wasn't delicious right uh sometimes people are like your emotions are and love is just a chemical and i'm like yeah so is literally everything else in the world so it affects you and therefore it's real and therefore it's okay to have responses to it right well, yeah. Let's wrap up this first test of a podcast. Yeah. And here we go. I feel like I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, I feel I would like to.